Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hi, guys. Welcome back to Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast. I'm here with Sarah Huron. Hello, hello. Travis Cronin. Hey. Gwen Flamberg. Oh, hello. <laughs> and I'm your host, Brody Brown. We're here once again to talk about all the hottest news of the week. We've got splits, engagements, rekindling, um, rekind- engagement revealed. We've got departures, premature departures. We've got lesbian storylines. We've got royal drama. We've got engagements looming. We've got all that news and even more. But before we kick it off, we need to set intentions like we always do every week at the top of the podcast. We set these intentions for celebrities that we love and the ones that we're worried about. So, Sarah, why don't you kick it off? Who's your intention for this week? Um, You know, my intention is for Demi Lovato. Oh. It was just announced she's performing at the Grammys, and I'm really happy for her. And I'm just putting it out there that she's going to have a great comeback and it's going to go well. Trying to be nice this week. What if she and Selena did a duet? That would be so amazing. Oh my God. The Princess Protection Program reboot. We're one in the same. We're one in the same. What what was that? Or Travis and I can do it. It's an iconic movie. You know how fans only get to see them once every two years because they have very complicated relationships. Mm -hmm. Yes, they do. I would love to see The Jonas Brothers are performing too, so we could really just throw in all the Disney stars. They could do a Send It On. Remember Send It On? Yes, I remember Send It On. They could do their iconic No, no, no. We remember. We don't need to hear it again. Yeah, where they link arms. Wow. Are we Selena and Demi? We are not. (laughs) Denied. Travis, who's your intention for? Uh, Mine's for Kaya Gerber. I just really want her to stay running in the other direction from Pete Davidson Mm -hmm. and get out of what I call the DJ phase of one's Mm -hmm. lives when you're like 18, 19, 20 and you're dating club promoters or drug Mm -hmm. dealers or DJs or Pete Davidson. Mm -hmm. I think most people go through. So it's time Mm -hmm. to stop. I don't think she has a choice because her mom is Cindy Crawford. And I have used this term for basically at least 20 years, but in Cindy Crawford, I trust. Yes. Cindy knows everything. Cindy won't let her go back that in that direction. Hopefully. You know, that's okay. Before we move on to your intention, Gwen, mm-hmm. we need to talk about Travis. Do you have someone in mind that Pete should date next now that he and Kaya are no longer? Oh, boy. Uh, you know, my answer is really cheesy, but I really want Pete to date himself. Oh, God. And maybe really? uh, one of the counselors at the rehab facility that he should oh. go to was mine. Date himself for a while and then get with a lovely nurse at this rehab facility. Wow. Probably in a sexy nurse costume. Sarah, who yeah. should he date next? Um, this is like a really bad answer, which is like not a shock for me when we do this, but I think it would be entertaining for all of us. So I'm going to go with Alabama Hannah and see oh. these two oh my God. destructive oh my God. people date each other. Wow. Oh Maybe my Cindy God. Crawford. I'm changing my answer. Oh. <laughs> um, Gwen, do you have any idea for who Pete Davidson should date next? I think that he should not date anybody. Yeah. I don't even think he should date himself. Like I, I, think, <laughs> I think he needs to just kind of like take a minute. Yeah, you or know? two. Yeah. yeah. My answer. Maybe 28 days, three um, months. My, my answer is also um, just 
not Selena Gomez because I think mm-hmm. protect would, Selena Gomez oh, at all costs right now. Protect Agreed. Selena Gomez. That's good. And I guess protect Pete too because I don't think that'd be good for him either. Uh, Gwen, who's your intention for? All right. Well, I'm sure that we're going to be talking in depth about this story later. Uh, yes. But my intention is for someone who I used to call Duchess <laughs> Megan. She's going back to Megan frickin' Markle because yeah. nobody disrespects my queen, the Queen Elizabeth. And my intention for Megs is to just chill the F out. She can't. Relax. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't know. Like, I'm so torn. With this story, and again, I, I don't want to like jump yeah, the gun on go it. Yeah, we're gonna go into it. We're gonna go into it. I know we're gonna go into it in major detail, but I am so torn with like what are her intentions here? Yeah, but cash. Money. Well, it's kind Fame. of more Fame. like I think yeah. at, the, at the at the base of it, influence. She's an intention seeker. Mm-hmm. She got with Harry for attention. She married Harry and had the biggest wedding of the century. And not just this century, maybe last century too, you know, and like, I I just, this is just more like, can't you just do what you're supposed to do? And like, it's not that big of a deal. You could have like lived your life on the side. Like, I I don't know. It's just, it upsets me. So I want her to really just like chill out. She is an actress and a blogger, but we will talk about her more later. Exactly right. Uh, My intention is for Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay, uh, you know, her, her mom was arrested for a DWI this weekend. Shocking. Outside of an Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> a Lohan arrest. Um, this is not her first arrest for a DUI. She I had think one. she has the Outback black card, too, Does she have way? a Bloomin' Onion? That, that's what made her so hype she and She has wild. the black card. She, she wowed out she wants her for free. Onion. Um, but a lady had to basically chase her, and then she went to court, and she pled not guilty. My intention for Lindsay, Lindsay, do not let your mother outshine you. You are a bigger star than her. You need to pull another stunt. I don't care whether it's interfering, <laughs> saving refugees like you do, talking uh, to an accident, defending Harvey Weinstein, whatever sort of showing up in the Ukraine. Yes. Come what, on. Whatever do it. strange problematic moment you want, do not let your mama steal your shine. On that She's note, let's dive into the news of the part. There's some news. Oh, first, an Us Weekly exclusive Anne Hathaway. It's a boy. Oh, I love that. Yeah, she gave birth towards the end of 2019, but an insider told us that they spotted Anne showing off a baby photo of her son saying this is him. And the onlooker said, so cute. He's so cute. Thanks, onlooker. The baby wrapped in a little navy and yellow blanket. I love that Anne has a boy. I wish it was a girl Mm -hmm. named Genovia. And she named um, the boy Man Hathaway, which I think, no, that's actually not true. Man Hathaway would be so cute. All right, here's what I'm going to say about Anne Hathaway, though. There was a fantastic red carpet event this past week with the Critics' Choice Awards. Please go to usmagazine.com slash stylish to see every red carpet look and get some other really fun trend information of the night, such as, do you guys know what, like, the most Instagrammed accessory worn by a celebrity was no at the critics choice awards oh, that was from the amas yeah, yeah. right at the critics choice awards it was joey king's purse that was open with a big old movie sized mm-hmm. box of good and plenty hanging out of it yes. wow that was it oh because it became a meme and people were like relatable and all that mm-hmm. well also because you know who styles here's a little bit of tid- a little fashion tidbit for you hot hollywood podcast listeners <laughs> yes. if you didn't know do you know who styles joey king no. who jared ang <gasps> Jared oh, and Jared. just Jared. God. So I feel like he knows how to make a meme. Uh, yes. You know, queen. he knows how to make mm-hmm. a meme moment. And he was like, girl. Leave your bag open. Yeah. Put that good. Wow. Smart. Yeah. Wow. All right. But back to 
Anne Hathaway on the red carpet of the Critics' Choice Awards. She looked spectacular in a Mm. silver Versace gown where she showed off a body that was truly relatable for all postpartum Mm -hmm. women. And I I just, I applaud her for keeping it real. Her hair looked good. Her body looked good. Her fashion looked good. It was a goldish shoe. The goldish, like silvery. Yeah. Almost caftan-y cool. Yeah, I loved it. Yes, it was very caftan-y. It was Mm -hmm. perfection for someone who had just had a baby. Boy. Yeah, baby boy, not named Man Hathaway. Um, <laughs> moving on to another Us Weekly exclusive, Shaking the World. It did. And all those high school musical fans, Sarah, have you recovered? What happened? Um, Vanessa Hutchins and Austin Butler have called it quits after almost nine years together. And I have recovered because I'm already back on the Zanessa bandwagon. And can you explain what Zanessa is Um, for people who are not high school musical junkies Um, or stands? Obviously, it's about Zac Efron and Vanessa Hutchins who dated during the filming of High School Musical 1 through 3. I believe my exact comments yesterday when this news broke was... If I had three wishes from a genie, one of them would be that Zach and Vanessa get back together. So I didn't even know I felt that strongly until those words came out of my mouth, but I think I'm standing by it. Yes. And and did yes. you see her on the red carpet at her premiere? She really Vanessa hamming it up. She is, great. She's doing fine and she wants us to know it. She was throwing that dress around. She was mm-hmm. smizing. She did it all. Truly a podcast for stunt queens. Right, and she and broke up them. right when the boyfriend started to get famous. He was like so not famous at all. He's going to be Elvis. Yeah. He's going to the Oscars. He was great in Once Upon a Time in yes. Hollywood. Like right when he started blowing up after nine years invested, she lost. She, was, what? she doesn't need that. She's no. Vanessa Hudgens. She's and, the queen of Netflix Christmas movies. And the queen of Halloween, too. And Coachella. And yeah, Coachella. Oh my gosh. She's, she's mm-hmm. a queen. She, she really is. She's up and coming And star. he was on the Carrie Diaries, the canceled too soon I love CW the Carrie Diaries. Yeah. I love Chloe Bridges. <laughs> Well, good for her and it was, good was for us breaking that. Yeah, oh, good for us. Oh, right. Sorry, sorry. You know, I was thinking of Anna Sophia Robb. Uh, I loved her too, but people can't tell like them apart. No. Chloe was more fun. Same, same. She was the more fun character. Yeah. Donna. Another Us Weekly <laughs> exclusive we broke this week. Guess what? Anna Ferris is actually engaged. People weren't we sure you. because in November she like had a ring and, and she was running around, but <laughs> no one had any idea. We actually talked to her mom's co-star. Allison Janney, who said, I know she's been engaged for a long time. I kept it very quiet. I'll have you know. So I celebrated them a long time ago. And she she went into like to the room, saw Anna, and she was like, Is that is that a ring on your finger? And then she's like, Oh yeah, that's it. So very cute. And Thank you, also, Allison, for thanks confirming Allison to Janney us. for talking to us weekly and letting yes. us break the scoop. This podcast episode is called Humble Brag News that uh, Brody Brown broke this week. God, the girl. You know, we're breaking some news. We need to talk about it. You know what else we need to talk about? Uh, what happened on Grey's Anatomy? Why why have you been sobbing why is that and show saying, why me? Why is that why is that show still on? Shonda Rhimes, get your check. Mm-hmm. Um, but what what happened, Sarah Hero? Talk about something I, I actually almost cried about. Oh no. Justin Chambers, Dr. Alex Karev himself, is leaving. <laughs> Grey's Anatomy in the middle of season 16. Um, apparently he's a last episode already aired in November. It was a random throwaway like line that he was going to visit his mom because he's always had these like damaged relationships with women. And it always comes back to like his mom was like an alcoholic and like leaned on him a lot. So then he always wants to take care of people. And he's married on the show to Joe. Um, and she just got through like a crazy emotional crisis. So this can't help. Um, and we don't really know what happened. There's like weird reports that he 
was having some um, mental, mental health. health issues, but that was kind of not, he said maybe when paparazzi caught him recently, so he's kind of playing coy. Um, page six was reporting that it had something to do with what was happening behind the scenes of Grey's Anatomy, which is why the uh, exit is kind of abrupt. Yeah. Um, I kind of think there has to be something to that just because I don't, any character that has left Grey's Anatomy, whether Shonda hates them, Katherine Heigl, mm-hmm. or loves them, they still get some sort of end. And this mm-hmm. character is Meredith Grey's best friend, has been a major part of the show from the beginning. It makes no sense that they wouldn't write him off unless he refused to continue or couldn't physically continue the show. What's your wildest conspiracy theory about it or the wildest fan theory you've read about it that you think is definitely not true, but you were just like, wow, I want it to be true. Oh, I I don't have any of those. Oh, okay, um, fine. But my fan theory that I would like to talk about is that he um, went off to be with Katherine Heigl's character, Izzy, because I always shipped Alex and Izzy, not Alex and Joe. So I, I mm. me too. Yeah. You know. And the show was already renewed for season 17, which is upsetting to me because this might actually be the thing that gets me to stop watching it. And I've said that before, but this is, this might be it. Wow. This is pushing over the brain. The trailers are I haven't watched it since like around like season six because I love the beginning so much and I had to like hang it up because it just, it jumped the shark. Well, it got, it got really, it got bad. Mm -hmm. And then actually, (laughs) it got worse. (laughs) Killing McDreamy, which was devastating, but actually brought like a new life into the show. Mm. And it was fascinating to watch that season of Meredith kind of find herself again um, and everything like that. But then it got bad again. And with this season has not been very good. There was like one really good episode that Alex was like one of the centers of. So it's it's just like, ah. And to your point, it's actually kind of alarming to think about how many people this show has inspired to become doctors. You know what? You know who might need to see a doctor, a love doctor? Yes. Uh, Zayn Malik and Gigi Hadid. Because <laughs> these two are... Uh, the new are, Jelena. Oh, my God. They're on and off again. And they're back on again. A source told us they got back together very recently. They've been trying to make it work for three months, but it has been slow and steady. Now, these two were dating in 2015. They called it quits uh, three years later. Then they were back on again two months later. Then they split again in early 2019. Then she dated Tyler Cameron. Now these two are back together again. Why, mommy? Mm. Why? Seriously. I feel bad. Sarah, are you concerned? No. This is both of their faults. I'm concerned for Gigi. He's also, if you've ever seen him in person, like the most petite, tiny, little, delicate person in the world. Small men can make great love, too. I said guess. my imaginary guess. French grandmother. Something's, <laughs> something's got to keep her going back. The pillow talks. Yeah, I guess so. Clearly, but um, Gigi, you know, might have some other things on her hands. What are we hearing? She oh was God. being called for potential juror yeah, in the Harvey Weinstein case. She was called for a juror in yeah. the Harvey Weinstein case. We had a source there who told us that when the judge was asking her, <laughs> she was like, I know Harvey and I know three of these witnesses, yes. of course, including Selma Hayek. Yeah. And then the judge asked her if she could be impartial even though she knows all these people she said yes I absolutely can be so then they called Gigi back the next day because apparently they're having a really hard time casting jurors well because yeah. probably everyone's like, not casting. everyone's like oh do we not have the death penalty anymore like give him the electric chair like, yeah because everyone thinks he's well, my intention was going to be for him to rot in jail too which yeah. is still I'm putting that intention out there too yeah. but I think a <laughs> I lot of people are just like this mother is guilty yeah. and they're like okay well then you're not an impartial juror please yeah I mean gone. I was ever called to jury duty which I have and has never been gone, actually gone um, so I don't know if there might be a warrant out for my arrest as we speak I hope there is I mm-hmm. would just immediately be like whatever the case was I'd be like make something up about why I didn't believe I, I believe that's what a lot of guilty. people try to do so it's mm-hmm. interesting that she's like oh I can be impartial well she said getting called for jury duty was a dream come true because she's always like had that narrative of like if I wasn't a model I would like go to study 
criminal, whatever, and be on CSI. Like oh, she, that's a big it deal would kind of be a dream yeah. true for me too to see her as a juror because mm-hmm. think about all the looks she'd wear in the courtroom. Yeah, it would yeah. be like a whole separate narrative we could report on. She used to talk a lot about on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills before, like the modeling took mm-hmm. off that she wanted to study criminal justice. I actually want to be a juror just for that very reason to mm-hmm. wear like distracting looks and to be like <laughs> oh make God. sort of faces and the judge has to like tell her to stop. You would go viral when people watching it like at home. I hope she opens up a private investigator. Services like Mary Kate Nashley can serve any yeah. uh, solve any crime by dinner time. Yes, we need to cleanse our palate from their messy on uh, off again relationship. Um, Travis, can you tell us what happened on this day in pop culture? I sure history? can. It's a lovely, heartwarming one too. Oh, finally, um, the year two thousand nine. The oh. place, the Hudson River. Uh oh. A lot of people are saved by a <gasps> lovely- Captain Sully Solberg. Yeah! <laughs> Everyone's favorite captain. Oh my yes. god, played by Tom Hanks. Played by Tom Hanks in the oh movie. God. Today was the day in 2009 that Sully landed the plane in the Hudson, saving all those people. What a hero. Brody loves Sully. He cannot get enough of him. Okay, he is America's dad, America's uncle. He is amazing. And also, um, the Today Show debuted in 1952 today. What? Yeah. I thought it was like a 70s show. What a journey that show's been on. (laughs) Yeah. What a messy, messy journey. Yeah, moving on. Um, You know, we were going to talk briefly about Justin Bieber having Lyme disease, but it feels like such a downer after that beautiful light moment. So instead, we'll talk about something lighter, which is um, a source told us that Meghan McCain is a lone wolf at The View, which is... Oh, you feel badly for her? Well, you know... I never really loved her, but then I never really loved John McCain either until, you know, close to the end. And then, That's you know, I happens. felt really, I felt really, um, I just related a lot to her when her mm-hmm. father passed away. And, you know, it was like all very heavy and yeah, and difficult. So I don't know. But, you know. Well, yeah, the source told us that it has been difficult to produce The View because of the tensions and divisions between Megan and the women. Obviously, as we know, Abby Huntsman announced that she's departing the show. Mm-hmm. And a source told us recently it's been really hostile between Whoopi and Megan all season. Neither one of the ladies cares to hide their feelings. Isn't that why we watch? And the negativity has been present since last season. It trickles down to the staffers that work with them. I mean, yeah. listen, I know four people who could sit in one seat. Oh, yeah. At the view, that would just really shake things up. Yeah, and I can pretend I'm super conservative. I, could have just, some I want to be the conservative voice. Yeah, no. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They're losing two conservatives. So too many go, immigrants. We can go in and be the like new gay conservatives, <laughs> and um, you know, social media can tear us apart. I while can't we believe spout garbage from our mouths. I can't believe the view is still on because people like my. It does age really well. Stuff, it does very well. No interest. Tons of people it's watch a top-rated I show. I couldn't yeah, name but people all people your age don't have interest in any like standard television. Yeah, that's not true. Well, hello, I you were the girl you talked to us about a Snapchat show you were watching right. a couple weeks ago. And I'm summer. saying, so it's going to die because I can't name all five people on The View right now. Yeah, but here's the thing. Like, you it's not going to die anytime soon because, like, it's, I think that The View, it's all it's all about a boomer audience. It's not even a Gen X audience. It's yeah, a boomer audience. That's what they're going for. So boomers will watch TV until there are no more boomers. And that's, like, they're not going to be extinct tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Okay, boomers. Okay. Um, okay, boomer. <laughs> I mean, I was really like the lost generation, you guys. Yeah. Gen X up in here. I yeah. speak for all Gen Xers. You that you do. We were the we were the rad generation. It's true. <laughs> it's really true. You know what, uh, guys? Kim Kardashian went to Tristan Thompson's I game. I heard she booed him. You know what? People thought she did boo him. She was there. I wish she did. It was date. Okay. It was. Da- Can you just hold your opinion until we get through it? It was her date night with her 
hubby, Kanye West. You might mm. have heard of him. And they went there and they were sitting in the bleachers. They were wearing sunglasses almost the entire time. Gucci, our source, Python. our source who was there said it looked like they were having a really good time. They seemed like they were in really good moods. Kim put a picture of Tristan on her Instagram story, but then there were all these reports that she had booed him. Um, and then Kim had to clarify on social media, I was there to support him and was cheering, screaming, let's go Tristan. I would never go boo anyone. I don't go to hate, only to cheer. Sarah, your opinion, please. What a cheerleader, Kim K. I mean, it doesn't really matter if she's rooting for him anyway, because Tristan Thompson's like not that good at basketball. And um, the oh. Lakers were going to win, but that's nice, I guess. I feel like this is probably like a storyline for keeping up the Kardashians. Yeah, it's so unnecessary. Guess what? He cheated on your sister multiple times. You can just like like a picture of his on social media. You don't need to go to the show and bring out your world famous husband too to go. Yeah, that's a little too and much. And his sunglasses. It's too much. It's unnecessary. It's very, it's very them. You know what it's time for, Sam? It's time to celebrate those celebrity it's birthdays. Time for celebrity birthday boxing mania. We are going to step into that imaginary ring. Put those imaginary boxing gloves on those celebrities we love who are celebrating their birthdays this week. This fight will be refereed by 98-year-old Betty White. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's her birthday on January 17th. Oh, Gwen, first up in the ring, Orlando Bloom turned 43 on January 13th Sweet. versus... Liam Hemsworth, who turned 30 Ooh, on January 30th. Oh my God, so interesting because <laughs> there is a certain mental strength to being able to paddleboard naked. Ooh, True. Yeah. I bet Liam could paddleboard make um, naked though too. I'm sure I well, would like to Liam see them in a just gets points by being the brother of Thor mm. and having been married to Miley Cyrus that gives him a lot of strength, both mental, emotional, physical, all of it. Some street. So Liam it's, wins. And he's like a foot taller. Sorry, Orlando Bloom. You have Katy Perry as a consolation prize. Travis, mm -hmm. Naira Vera turns 33 oh, on January 12th. Whoever wins. Yeah. Versus, <laughs> totally. I was so excited to choose this fight for you. Versus Kid Rock, who turns 49. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, can we make this one bare knuckles and I want to watch Naira Rivera as the winner? <laughs> I used to love Bob. I used to love him. I know. Then he turned out to be total hot flaming garbage. Yep. Um, Sarah, <laughs> Zoe Deschanel turns 40 Ooh. on January 17th. Cute. Versus Kirstie Alley, who turns 69 oh. on January 12th. <laughs> What? 69. I would never root for a Scientologist, but they're clearly ruthless. So, Kirsty, there you go. Oh, Cheers Zoe. to that. But I'm bum. It takes two Mary Kate and there? Ashley. So, you have so Jonathan Scott as your consolation prize. Okay, Gwen, it's 30 year old Liam Hemsworth versus 33 year old Naira Rivera. Oh, I'd watch that one too. I'd watch that, but it's it's Liam. Oh. I'd watch it, but wow. I Naya would claw his and eyes out. Travis, it's Liam Hemsworth, 30-year-old Liam Hemsworth yep. versus 69-year-old Kirstie Alley. I'm going to go with the Scientology back Kirstie <laughs> yeah. Alley to win this, too. I yeah. think there's going to be a lot of people in white Kirstie coats Alley. taking him down. Happy yep. 69. Hashtag, where is mm -hmm. Shelly Miscavige? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to a little lesbianism in This is a great story. Housewives drama. So last week there were all these strange rumors that Denise Richards and Brandy Glenville were in some secret relationship. Not quite the case. We got to the bottom of it with our sources. Our sources said there's an allegation on the upcoming season of Real Houses of Beverly Hills about Brandy Glanville and Denise Richards hooking up. Apparently it all starts. The women are talking. There's this conversation. They're talking about threesomes. Denise Richards wants no part in it. Her girls are around the corner, apparently. But then Brandy talks to two castmates. She says that she's hooked up with Denise in the past and that it was sort of a, a couple times sort of thing. And there's this whole concern about was Denise married to Aaron at the time? Our source said, uh, you know. Not, at, the, first uh, not the first time. Was Aaron the in second, the room? Was Aaron knowledgeable about it? Our source said that Aaron had an <laughs> idea what was going on. But another source said that Denise and Aaron have a totally monogamous, closed relationship. 
One source said that Brandy. One source said that Brandy said that they she had been in a threesome with them. Another source clarified that Brandy did not say that. That that Aaron and uh, Denise had asked Brandy to help them have a threesome with someone else. It just is very messy and complicated. How does someone help you have a threesome? To Find procure person. another person. Oh, so Dumb. she's like the madam. Yeah, essentially. Hmm. Because they were like, oh, Brandon Glamour will know a girl who will have <laughs> with us. That's probably true, though. And so then, apparently, after Denise is confronted about these allegations on the upcoming season, she no longer shows up for group events. Our source said that Brandy wanted to confront Denise at the finale party filmed at Dorit's. <laughs> and Denise did not show because she had some other... She had some other thing to do, but she also did not want to give air to these allegations, which she deems false. Essentially, our source said that Denise is pulling a Vanderpump by not appearing for the rest of the season after these allegations. But is she going to go to the reunion? We just spoke to Lisa Vanderpump about this, and Lisa Vanderpump told one of our reporters that she thinks it's funny that Denise would not show up because Denise was the one who was texting her, telling her to come to the reunion and to right. come back and film. So, you know, it's all this. I the, There has to be a bigger punishment for housewives not showing up. It's really bad. And reunions and all that. But but here's the thing. I think the housewives who don't want to do it are like, I don't care about the money. My reputation is more. And Lisa and Denise have money privately from the show, too. It's like Brandy, who, you know, not to whatever, needs the money. She's on the show to stir the pot and to get her check because she needs it. She knows what she's doing. And she's kind of said that before. Well, we've also heard that Brandy has receipts. And I think that that's where... Denise will find herself in and trouble. And hopefully we find out what these receipts are. I'm sure. really excited for this reunion now. It's Me too. Worked. And it hasn't even started airing yet. <laughs> Moving on. Jessica Biel and Justin Timberlake, have they healed after he was spotted out with his co-star holding her hands in New Orleans? Well, a source told us that Jessica is still upset with him. He's been making big promises, not sticking to them as much as she thinks he can and should. He promised that he would be more involved with their family. She doesn't feel like he's doing that. Another source told us that Jessica and Justin are not in a tense place at all. We did spot them out in public at dinner this week in L.A. They had lunch at the hotel at Wolfgang Puck. They had dinner with friends there. They sort of kept to themselves. Sounds like a work in progress. Yeah. At least we know that they're not splitting right now after this little bump in the road, but right. it's still a long road to recovery. Travis, what are your thoughts? She seems very forgiving. She does seem very <laughs> forgiving. Mm-hmm. They've definitely been over some hurdles in the past. Sarah, yeah. what are your thoughts? Um, I'm going to practice that. If you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all thing. I learned it at uh, Girl Scouts. Just now you learned New that? year, new year. I learned it in Girl Scouts. <laughs> wow. wow. New... So it just popped yeah, up now. Just, I just, just remember. <laughs> I get more heated talking about Justin Timberlake than maybe anyone else, so I'm going to just stop. All right. We admire your passion. Thank you. Your passion. Well, let's dive into the Royals mess. Oh, here we go. We'll get holy... heated again. Wow. Last week on the podcast, Gwen Flamberg broke the news <laughs> as it was breaking, and the Royals release their statement. It was Meghan and Harry saying they were stepping away from the royal duties. They wanted to become financially independent. They wanted to not just live in the UK. The kerfuffle spread for the following week. It's still unfolding. The palace, Kensington Palace, they were basically caught unaware and they were disappointed by this. Then there was a summit. The queen released this wild... I love that a family meeting can be called a summit. Yeah. I want to do that with my family. Well, we had a lot of we had a lot of source reporting because our source said that William was blindsided by Harry and Meghan's decision and statement. There's still a rift between the two brothers. It's sad because when they were younger, William would be the first person Harry would go to with big news about this. A source told us that Harry and Meghan meant to tell the queen there was a miscommunication they didn't mean to catch I mean I'm sorry what kinds of miscommunication was that well so they were trying I mean right like I don't think they're you know I don't think they're like DMing I don't think they're sliding into queen E's DMs I think 
the quote-unquote miscommunication was they went to her. She said, we need more time to talk about this. And they said, oops, we pressed send already. Yeah, we were yeah. in right. Canada. Sorry. Right. We're in a different time zone. Right. And so- I think you're totally right. Yeah. And a source told us that Harry and Meghan rubbed salt into the wounds by making a huge announcement. Announcement a day before Duchess Kate's birthday. Yeah. With William. That was really bad. So then this summit happens after the first statement from Kensington Palace. And the Queen releases this wild statement where she says, My Can family. Can you read it in a British accent? No, you read it because I know you love your British oh, accent. I don't have a British accent. Yeah. Curry and Anaba. You better say <laughs> That's the only word I know how to say in British. Come on, try it. But I don't want. Well, you can I, do it in her voice. Don't do it in a high voice. Do it in a British I, accent. I can do it, lower, I can do lower it in voice. her voice. Do it, do it in her voice. Her voice Low, is very old, specific. creaky, old British voice. Start Come with my on. family. My family and I. My family and I. Too much joy, too much vibrance in your voice. Lower. My family and I. You're 93, Gwen. You're 93. All right, here's the thing. Have you never heard her speak? She <laughs> yeah. speaks a lot, and she speaks in a very specific okay, cadence. Let her rip. My family and I are entirely supportive of Harry and Meghan's <laughs> desire to create a new life as a young family. Although we would have preferred them to remain full-time working members of the royal family, we respect and understand their wish to live a more independent <laughs> life as a family while reimagining a valued part of my family. My family. My family. My family. My family. Well, by the way, it is her family. I know, but it's so interesting. She doesn't use the our family. No. It's my family. That's well, it right. Is, it is Everything the Queen's you need family. to know. Yeah. My, my whole family. 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 But she she's absolutely it, so. right. And I think that there is so much history in that statement. And that's like, when it comes down to it, like, as I said, I am very torn. I would like to think that Megan made this choice because she wanted to be a truly modern princess or because she really just couldn't handle, wants to make a statement about bullying, blah, 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 whatever. I don't really think that's the case. I think it's something a little bit darker and more self-serving. However... I'm half English, so maybe I feel particularly strongly about this. My father was English. I have a lot of English relatives. But, you know, there is a lot of history involved here. And there's a certain amount of respect that is due any elder in your family, but especially in this particular situation, the way that they have disrespected the queen and the royal family. And quite honestly, you know, British taxpayers who... For better or for worse, the monarchy means something. And I don't think that this was done the right way. I think that it was um, just extraordinarily disrespectful. And honestly, I don't know what star sign the queen is. When's her birthday? They do Trooping the Color in June, but I believe her her birthday is in April. I think her birthday is in April, So what would that make her? I'm going to look it up. Yeah, like, no. Oh, my God. She's not a Taurus. I'm a Taurus. I would definitely know. She seems like a Aries, maybe. But, you know, it's just like, I hope that she can get past this. It's the kind of thing that, like, I might forgive them, but I will never forget Ooh. how they disrespect <gasps> She's a Taurus. Oh, my God. She's I a Taurus. That's I why she is she seems like strong like April bold. 21st. Strong as, wow. as Lauren Conrad once said, I want to forgive you and I want to forget you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. Listen, I actually think it was the right move for them if they were going to be so miserable there. I think the press was very unfair to her. And I liked that they said they want to be a progressive voice for this. Here's the old thing, though. She wants to be the voice of a rabbit for Disney. The press is, <laughs> that is unfair to the royals. Right. This is not yeah. new. And is the press good? Like, American press, like, we're great, but like, Megan, you're going to be in Canada but and you're going to. This isn't new. 
in the UK. But it's like Kate Middleton got weighty Katie forever. Yeah. Like it was they said terrible things about her. There's and her topless family. pictures of her. They do. I mean, it's like this is not new. You knew what your signs on for. Mm-hmm. That's true. And you know, listen, I understand Harry's there's a lot of history there as well. I think that Harry has always felt um there's there's a lot of he 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 wants to be a bit disattached because of the history with his mother and his mother's death and he sort of always has walked to the beat of his own drummer a bit but again it's like you Harry's not ever going to sit on the throne mm-hmm. and they could have maintained their position and kept a very low profile. Right. When they were living in their cottage in the Cotswolds, yeah, they got that the little paparazzi house. wasn't there. Right. Nobody was seeing them. They were going to dinner where they wanted. They were going out where they wanted. And, you know, honestly, it's like you could have done it your own way without this big statement. And that is where I think the statement is self-serving. On Instagram. Gwen, I totally agree yeah, with you. I Instagram. think they were doing things their own way. I think the queen, up until this point, every time they released a statement about doing something different, whether it was Christmas or whatever, the queen immediately would release one saying, this was approved, support, love them. Mm. They, they like had her in her corner. But this is so like, it says it all. Like, the the trademarks for the Sussex well, Royal stuff. Like you, you can't start- get Sussex Royal right. to trademark if you don't become a princess. And you yeah. become a princess knowing that you will have certain constraints. You want to sell yeah. merch based off this family you don't want to be in. You want to get gross. contracts. You want to, but but you and you want to go to Canada and probably and do stuff with Disney and Hollywood. You're not you're not upset about the attention. You want attention in a different way. That's what I, it is. I think it's very interesting because I I my, I've gone back and forth. When I saw the video footage where Harry is talking on the carpet to Bob Iger and he's saying, you know, she does voiceovers, I was like. It's kind of a weird pitch. Yeah. I mean, I was like, oh, it's nice that he's going to bat for her, but also sort of a strange place to Very. do that. And we've also heard from sources that Kate and Megan barely speak. It seems a very strange situation. And I agree that they sort of had to have some exit or or something drastically different right. change. It's just I don't know how much goodwill it's generating internationally. A lot of people have spoken out against it from, I don't know. Our president to Bethany Frankel. There's also been a lot of people supporting them, though. And there are a lot of people supporting them. We pulled, Especially in America. We polled our followers on Instagram, and 51% <laughs> of them said it wasn't a good idea. 49% said it was. So I think you see people very split. Mm-hmm. But it is quite curious. <sighs> Let's do a palate cleanser. Let's talk about Paris Hilton. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Another queen. You know, a true queen. Our, um, she doesn't need to be a princess. Our source told us that she's very serious with their new boyfriend, Carter Room. Um, our source said that Carter's very down to earth, comes from a very solid family. He doesn't need Paris's money because he has his own career proposal and a wedding could happen mm. very quickly. That's hot. Well, the only thing missing from this is Paris Hilton's cooking show debuted on her YouTube channel on Monday. What? And she wears white fingerless chef's gloves and makes lasagna. What? And it's fantastic. And she's like using this ricotta. She's like, make sure you don't use all this ricotta. And then she puts it all in and she uses barilla pasta, which she calls Burla. (gasps) And it's just, she uses like Rao's like store-bought marinara sauce. It's just, it's fantastic. And then she takes time to do the unicorn like face glow. I didn't know she did that. Yeah. Coming out every Monday. Is that your that's hot moment of the week? Yes. So well, when she put on her 
like whatever you call that oven mitt yeah. to touch <laughs> a cold pan of already cooked lasagna. That was the hottest moment true for queen. me. Sarah, what's your hot moment of the week? What was what's hot for My you? hot moment of the week is Selena Gomez's album and her new Fringe oh. Bangs. <gasps> Dance Again is all I listen so to. Many times I, I like do. cut you off. No, I, lo- I love I mean, I love Rare. it all. I love yeah, Dance I Again. It. I'm mm-hmm. obsessed you know. with that song. It's so good. Gwen, do you have a hot moment of the week? Oh what? my God, it's you Kim Kardashian Instagrammed a picture of herself in a tiny pink string bikini. Oh, oh the pink one? Oh my God, so cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can I go like on usmagazine.com slash stylish to see every celebrity in a bikini. You know what's hot for me? Gwyneth Paltrow selling a candle. Oh God, um, called, come on. This smells like my vagina. That's so mm-hmm. gross. She just does okay. stuff to be provocative. $75, 10.5 ounces, and it's sold out. Do you have one in your office? No. Oh, I, have I ever yet. told you guys about when I was at the Goop store, actually in London, no. in Notting Hill, I went to the Goop store there. There was a Goop store there before there was a Goop store in New York City. And I found the I jade egg because stores. I really want oh, yeah. the jade yeah. egg. Yeah. Do you know about the jade yes, egg? Yes, I do. Okay. I talked to a gynecologist who said it does not help. Right. Well, well here's the thing. everywhere. I don't know. I mean, I feel like haters everywhere. I've got good energy everywhere. But, you know, it was with the jade egg. I wanted to buy the jade egg. Just cause I just I wanted to do it. And I was reading the directions and it said to charge the jade egg, place it in the light of the full moon. And yep. that's when I was like, mm-hmm. I can't. That's how I charge my phone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, only mm-hmm. once a month. In the just the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Too shit. I love a goop store. It is really fun to walk through. The too. one in the Hamptons I've been to like three times and it's so fun to walk and around. She also no, it's gorgeous. You want every single thing. It's fabulous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in terms of Except for things the like... Break. Things like that. Yeah. It is just to be provocative. And it works. And it works. And I, and I love her even more for it. Guys, we haven't done this in a couple of weeks. Oh, it's been One a of long my time. things you don't know about me, oh, I pulled two issues out of the archive. Wow. Both Jennifer uh, Garner? I'm really obsessed with Jennifer Garner. And this is an August 10th, 2015 issue. Jen in shock. He's dating the nanny. Oh, Jesus. Ben Affleck is dating the nanny. And then Jen fights back. Discussed that Jen refuses Ben's calls and says she doesn't want him in her home. Which one do you guys want? When is He's that one? dating the nanny. It's 2015. One is easier, one is harder. Which one do we pick? Oh. The harder we want one or the easier, easier one? one. Okay, I think it's the easier one. Let me okay, see. Let's, let's see. Let's, 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 hold on. Wow. The dating the nanny. What's her name again? Melissa? Oh, no. Okay. Ready? This is the harder one, isn't it? No, no. You have to <laughs> the easier one. Okay. I hate I you. I am here. To, mm. Just Sarah, That is not the tone of this. <laughs> 25 things you don't know about me. Listeners, please play along as these three try to book out. <laughs> three try to guess what? from our 2015, August 2015 issue, who this person was. Casey Book out. I, I don't think we've done this before. I'm just really worried. Okay. I'm going to skip number one. <laughs> number two, I've moved to France by myself, not knowing anyone to study French in 2012. Number three, in addition to singing. The I, Countess Luann. <laughs> number three, in addition to singing, I play guitar, drums, piano, and bass. Oh, that's not oh. Number four. Not the Countess Luann. She only yeah. plays the bongos. <laughs> number four. <laughs> I hosted more than 200 Special Olympics athletes from 14 countries at shows during my last world tour. Nicole Scherzinger? No. Kelly Clarkson. Number five. I began the Blank Foundation in 2010. My goal is to bring joy, support, and unity to those in need. Megan Markle. Number six. (laughs) Mandy Moore. I want a teacup dog one day soon. Number seven. I'm an art lover and enjoy painting. Number eight, I have a recording studio in my home. Melissa Gorga. Number nine. (laughs) Number nine. My diet is sugar-free, yeast-free. Dairy-free, gluten-free, and all organic. Ellie Goulding. Number 10. Who is this skinny Special Olympics lover? Number 10. (laughs) My favorite cheat day food is a Canadian dish called poutine. It's melted cheese curd on french fries with gravy. We all know what poutine is. (laughs) So 
Celine Dion. No. I wish it was Canadian. Katy Perry. Number, number David 11. David Foster. Number 11. Christmas is my favorite time of year, and Christmas music is my favorite music. Number 12. Cat McPhee. My older brother, Matt, is my idol. Number 13. I enjoy chick flicks and romantic comedies. Number 14. I need to skip. This is so all over the place. <laughs> number, number 15. I have a French passport. Number 16. I love yoga. And meditation. Number 17, I have a pizza named after me. La Pizzeria in my hometown of blank is my favorite. Okay, you got to give us something. In my hometown of Ontario is well, we my already favorite. Knew that it was and Canadian. I have free pizza there for life. Number 18, I love to cook gourmet dishes. Number Who 19. Else is Canadian? Number 19, my favorite place to travel is Japan. Number 20, after music, Shania art. Twain. After music, <laughs> art, acting, and Fashion design are my passions. Number 21, I want to move to Italy. I feel dreamy and happy there. I want to eat, drink wine, and make incredible memories there in my future. Number Celine Dion. Number 22, I would love to meet Will Ferrell. Number 23, I recently released a single to support the Special Olympics. Number 24, Who the town... are we missing about the Special Olympics? Number, number 24, the town I grew up in had a population of 5,000 people. Number 25, my next goal is in life is Carly Wood Jepsen. No. Damn Number 25, my next goal in life yeah. is movie making. I want to act in a Christmas movie, horror film, comedy, and more. I'll what go back Christmas to number music? one. Okay. I've dyed my hair almost every color of the rainbow at some point. That was what you needed to yep. skip? Kelly Osborne. Avril Lavigne. Travis! Nice. Oh God, I'm so proud Thank of you. you. Thank Avril you. Actually, guess what? We have prizes again this week. Speaking of Lyme disease. Speaking of Lyme disease. No, actually, no, that was she one of the clues. Lyme I had to skip it. Oh, okay. I skip it. I would have gotten it then. Chips now? No, yes. no, we can't no. eat them on the podcast because once we eat chips, we eat popcorn on this podcast and someone accuses us <gasps> of committing war crimes. Of war crimes. But these are two Late new, July. Late July chips. They have a new no-grain tortilla chip and they have a new delicious potato chip. They're incredible. Oh, wait, Travis, I'm not done. Oh, my God. What the heck? When I win, there's never a prize. These brand new Coca-Cola oh, TikToks. I already stole oh these from your aunt. Oh, that's Travis, so Travis, weird. One more thing. I already stole what? from his my, Yeah, my aunt and again, off again boyfriend and I broke up. Yeah. And so I have another truth press on you. Stop! Yay! I can't, I can't we'll get, get rid of, rid of So thank you. What so is that? It's his on again, off again boyfriend's toothbrush. Every time we break up, I can't get rid of his toothbrush. It's too sentimental. But this one, I, you know, the last mm-hmm. one, I don't know what you did with everyone, it. This one, you can take burn. A everyone yeah. listening at home, it is the toothbrush is stapled in a piece of white computer paper. I just want to hand it to him. Very sanitary. Last I, time, I believe I, you did. I, I trust Travis with it. Well, the last one, I, I was, you know, I was really emotionally wrought this time. I made sure to throw it out really Guys, Brody's DMs are open. Single, Sarah Heron, thank you so much for pimping me out. Um, <laughs> you need a new stepdaddy. Um, uh, Sarah Heron, why don't you take it away with The Bachelor and tell us what happened this week and what's going on? You were actually all up in Bachelor Nation I this was. week. You were on a date with Mike Johnson? I was on a date with Mike Johnson. That he, looks hot. He remembered mm. me when we got uh, facials in Canada. Um, and I talked to my BFF, Melissa Rycroft, yeah. who everyone knows. If you follow me on Instagram, I watched the season of The Bachelor um, from 2009 and it made my life. But anyway, in mm. 2020, Hannah Brown was back straddling Peter the pilot. <laughs> basically asked him to leave. She asked, he asked her to join the house, and they both were just like, "No, sorry, this is yeah. it." So it was a very emotional drain. Pulled out conversation. The other women were livid that Hannah was around. I thought they were going to like be? poison Peter. Wouldn't you be? Yes. Yeah. But then Hannah, right. you know, owes everything to another woman who. I can't even remember her name because it was so insignificant, but she had a bottle of champagne that she brought from Des Moines, Iowa, where she's from. She'd been saving it for a year to give to someone special, and she set it up in the mansion. Now, as everybody knows, Bachelor 
producers often would set up at something like a champagne toast yeah. or whatever. So Hannah Ann, who's kind of getting the villainy edit this season, sat down with Peter at a champagne station. They popped it. And oh Kelsey's eyes almost came out of her body, realizing that they opened her bottle of champagne. And it's she really accused Hannah up. of doing it on purpose. It was champagne gate. It was crazy. But it ended with the best part. Oh, when my God. Peter that brought her another bottle of champagne and they could drink it together and Peter popped it and they were like, oh, we don't need glasses. Like, we don't have to be classy. I'm not always a classy bitch, is yes, what she said. Yes, what she said. She takes Relatable. the champagne mm-hmm. to the bottle and it goes <laughs> everywhere, all over her. It looks like, in the first commercial, I thought almost she like puked on him. Like, it was like... Relatable. It was... Well, because she took one sip and then put the bottle down and, and then the bottle backfired. exploded on her face. <laughs> it That's was not, not cute. Iconic television. My favorite <laughs> moment in The Bachelor so far. So far ever? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so far ever. Oh in 24 seasons so of The Bachelor and 20, 15 seasons of The Bachelorette. That's the number one. It's it's a meme too, so it's, it's beautiful. It's so good. And you know Just because the look at her face. She was she was she cried the whole episode because of the bottle before. Like she's a very emotional girl. And you know, hopefully she gets a champagne sponsorship and hopefully Hannah Brown <laughs> sends her Prosecco, a, maybe maybe sparkling wine Hannah let's, Brown let's crazy. owes her a bottle also for taking the attention off of her uh, no, she doesn't. what Leave bottle was it did they say the brand someone of someone said it was special? Dom Okay. Uh, but okay. I don't, but well, it was they, from they, Iowa. They, they still sell that in stores, so she yeah. needs to calm down. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for joining us for another edition of our Hot Hollywood podcast. Please make sure to subscribe, share our podcast, leave us five stars, leave us a review, a glowing review only, please. Um, you can also <laughs> hunt us down on social media. Let us know if there's something we haven't talked about on this podcast that you want us to address. We are here every week. Please join us again next week, and we'll talk to you then. Have a great one. Bye. Bye. Bye.